Hello and welcome to 5-Minute Inspirations. My name is Larry Hunter. I am your host. And at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I just got to tell you thank you. I got to tell you thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in to my podcast to hear what, what I believe God has given me to share with you. I don't take that for granted. And, it, and I really do believe that God gives me inspired messages to pass on to you. So I had to tell you that every day. I mean, thank you. At the risk of sounding like a broken record. Thank you. Gracias. Muito obrigado. Merci. Shit, shit. Ooh, somebody said he cussed. No, I didn't cuss. That's how you say thank you in Mandarin Chinese. Do you feel my heart? <laughs> All right. Well, look, we're going to go into part two today of a series that we began last time. And we're calling that series, Well, What Did You Expect? Now, faith I want to share with you something about faith because faith in the life of a victorious believer is crucial. You got to have faith in operation. See, the word of God says in Romans chapter 12 and verse three, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And the word of God also declares that this is the victory that overcomes the world. It says whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So see, you as a believer in Christ Jesus, you have faith. But there's some things that we need to understand about faith. And that's why we're going into this series, Well, What Did You Expect? We're going to talk about some aspects of, of your expectation, your faith. Faith consists of two components. I'm going to start out there. Faith consists of two parts. is what you believe and then what you do. Let me share something with you. James chapter two, starting at verse 14, James chapter two, verse 14. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith, but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also, Faith by itself, if it does not have works, it's dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. See, so there's two go together. Your faith or what you believe and actions that correspond with what you say you believe. Or in other words, what you believe We can easily say what you're expecting. What are you expecting to happen in this situation that you've lifted over to God, that you're trusting in God for? What are you expecting to happen? See, the word of God says again in in James chapter 2 and verse 9 or 18. Let me see. Oh, verse 20, James 2 verse 20, it says, But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? And another way of saying that, do you want to know that what you're expecting without actions that agree with what you're expecting, it's dead. It ain't going to work. And this is the thing. It's very interesting. Often you can tell whether what you believe or what, whether what you are expecting to happen is actually what you believe by your actions. Let me say that again. You can tell whether what you believe or basically what you are expecting to happen, you can tell whether or not you're believing right by looking at your actions. See? So, see, a lot of times we say we believe something, and a lot of times we even believe that we're in faith. I'm trusting God. God's going to do this thing. I'm with it. I'm believing God. Hallelujah. 
But the real telltale sign in many cases, what are your actions indicating? What type of actions are you displaying? Because see, when there's a conflict between what you say you believe, what you say you're expecting to happen, and what you are doing, then what you are doing is really telling the real deal. That's what you really believe in. You might have thought you was believing, or you might have wanted to make me believe that you were in faith, but your actions are telling another story. Isn't that cool? But so again, as we found out in James chapter 2 right here, the two have to be in agreement. What you believe and what you do have to sing the same song. Okay? What you receive is largely determined. See, this is something I want you to know also, and this will be an encouragement to somebody because you believe in God for something and you are in faith, but things look crazy. Things look toe up from the flow up in your life. And you're like, how in the world could this ever? Your brain's trying to give you some problems on it. I want to give you some, some assurance today to realize this, that what you actually receive as a result of your faith, it's not determined by, let me give you some things that is not determined by. It's not determined by what seems most logical. What, what seems to be the most logical outcome in my situation? Uh-uh. You, what you receive by faith from God doesn't have anything to do with that. Neither is it determined by, by what is most likely to happen. Oh, I've seen this situation in other people's lives many times, and it always turns up bad. This always happens. At, no. What you receive from God, because you have your faith applied to the word of God, ain't got nothing to do with what's most, what most often happens. Okay? Do you know what it has to do with? It has to do with what you are expecting, what you are believing. Hmm. Think about that with me, okay? See, gosh, I'm going to share... share I uh, just mentioned him and we'll have to pick it up tomorrow because of time. But anyway, remember Jairus. Jairus had uh, his daughter was sick. His daughter was sick about at the point to die. This is in Mark chapter five. If you want to take a look at Mark chapter five. And basically, long story short, he got to Jesus. He fell on his knees. And he said, look, Lord, she about dead. But if you can get to the house and lay hands on her, she's going to be all right. She's going to be all right. See, he believed that. You know how I know? Because his actions, he was a high official. Man, folk in high offices, offices, positions of authority, they don't be just sliding in like they're sliding in the home plate on their knees in the, dan in the sand and the dirt and all that kind of carrying on. But his actions agreed with what he believed. He really believed that if Jesus could get to the house and lay hands on his sick daughter who was about to die, that she was going to be healed, she was going to be all right. Hmm? All right. So we see... And then along the way, he got delayed by some some stuff that came down the pike. And then the lady got healed and she took time testifying and stuff. So the boys came up to meet them on the road. Look, don't bother the master no further. She dead, man. It's just let him, let him, let him, let him alone. Let him deal with somebody else, okay? Says when Jesus saw that, when Jesus heard that, as soon as he heard that, he looked to Jairus and he said, fear not, only believe. See, that's proof right there that what is going to be the outcome in your situation doesn't have nothing to do with what usually would happen in this situation or or what's most common, the logical outcome. No, it's based upon what you are believing. So check yourself. What is it that you're trusting God for right now? And if you're bold enough, how about take a glimpse and look at your actions along those lines? Do your actions agree with what you profess that you're believing God to do for you? Or is it the complete opposite? 
your actions are going to tell you what you really, really believe or what you're really, really expecting to happen in this situation. Going to leave it there. I'm not finished with this yet, so we're going to pick it back up the next time, okay? God bless you. I hope that you understood what I was saying. I, I got to kind of rushing after a while. I hope you understood what I was saying. Let me know. Let me hear from you. Let me hear if this has been a blessing to you or whatever your thoughts might be. We can be encouraged by that. This is Larry Hunter, 5 Million Inspirations, again telling you thank you. Gracias, merci, muito obrigado, xie, xie, for giving me another opportunity to share with you words that encourage and thoughts that inspire. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.